This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy! It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists in industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black, welcome to Chicago. Dynasty Podcast, live from Dynasty HQ in Pilsen. Uh, we're back for another week. Natalie's behind the board uh, running the tweets and booking our guests. I'm Jaime Black. I've been hosting this podcast since the 1970s. Um, tonight we have two killer guests on the program. We have Kaina coming on later, making her returns to Dynasty Podcast. But first, uh, making their debut, we have Drama, uh, aka Drama Duo, Drama Music, as you guys are known on, on social. Uh, we have Via Rose and Niall Shahid, Shahad? Shahadi. Shahadi. Via Rosa. There we go. Um, right on. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Good. Good. Amazing. Thank you for coming up. Thank you for having Thanks us. For Absolutely. Us. You know, I, and I've, honor, man. Well, I've recounted this. I, I say this to a lot of guests, and it's always true. It's like I always have this mental list in my head of people we haven't had on the podcast yet, because we've done 800-some-odd episodes. So when there's people like who I still see on Twitter, like playing shows or whatever, um, who we haven't had on, I'm always just like, oh, mental checklist. They're still on the list of like people we have not spoken to yet. And you guys were on that list, man, so I, I am you. glad we got you. I was reading up, uh, you're the, old, the oldest podcast in Chicago, right? Or, the longest-running music longest, podcast. Okay. Longest, right. There you go, okay. Yeah, there are probably something legendary like that, so. <laughs> Questionable legendary. But, but yeah, like there are probably people who have done podcasts longer than me here, but in terms of um, music podcasts, yeah, we were the first, which is like, might sound maybe a little bit impressive now, but it's like more so in 2005, no one was rushing to do any podcast of any kind here. So it was very easy to be like, we're first, because like nobody else was like, yeah, you can have that, you know? Absolutely. So right on. So drama, you guys have been active in Chicago for a few years now. How long? Uh, uh, four and a half, three and a half years. Yeah, no, three, three and a half to four years. Yeah, maybe? three three years or so. Yeah. All right. Let's move these mics a Sorry, little bit closer. Just Are you there? Yeah. Okay. Sorry um, about that. You know, so the first time, I mean, I've been seeing your guys' name, but the first time I heard and, and actually saw Drama Live, actually, was last year, I think it was in the summertime, at an Airbnb um, conference yeah. event. Yeah. You guys did sure. that, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wasn't making that up. Um, like, so Airbnb was, like, you know, having a little event, and I, like, emceed it or whatever um, about, like, their presence in Chicago, and you guys were the guests on the roof. In yep. Fulton Market. That was us. Scorching hot. <laughs> it was yeah. scorching hot, but you sounded good. <laughs> Thank you so yeah, much. It was very really, really fun. Thank yeah. you. Um, and we're going to talk all about all sorts of live dates that you guys have coming up. It seems like you're a very active live group, so that's going to be part of the discussion tonight. But we always start at the beginning. Like, uh, how did this begin for you? How did each of you start out as musicians? I'm going to go first. Um, okay. Uh, well, my family, um, they're musicians. Both my parents... Uh, we were in a reggae band my entire life, and I've just kind of been around music since I was born. And then when I was like 14, I started making beats in my room, and started like started producing, and it's like made some beats for my friends, and then people heard it, and I came out to Chicago and started working with them people, mm-hmm. and uh, they were producing a lot of my music, and I was doing a lot of solo work, and then I met John Doe through like the internet, I believe. Yeah, no. I mean, I met that's her. the only way people meet each other. <laughs> yeah. Now. No, actually, now that I remember, I met her through my friend Caleb, uh, Caleb James. You know Caleb mm-hmm. James? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I went over to Caleb's house to make beats actually, and John showed up, and he was like, "Oh, this is my sister. You guys, you guys are like sisters. Actually, you need to meet each other." And then we met, and she was working with Niall, 
And I always like, hey, let's work together. Yeah. <laughs> like then a year later. <laughs> <laughs> it took him some time. At first he was like, I'm too busy. And I was like, okay, I'll wait. <laughs> but yeah, so. And then Niall, what about you? Like how did music enter your life? Um, started DJing uh, in Wicker Park when I was like 12 years old. So in, in the day where like you had to like wear, uh, hold the record bag on your, on your back and walk like two, three blocks four or five blocks. In the snow. In the snow. So like I would DJ like at these shops in Wicker Park. Uh, I would record shop at Gramophone. Um, yes. You know, just DJing at yeah. a young age. And then I started producing records. This cat's amazing, by the way. Yeah, the was, cats are taking over I, the live stream. taking over. Uh, I tried not to get excited when I saw her come out of the door, but I was like, oh my God, there's the calico. Penny. She, she's, in the, <laughs> she's, she's trying to be a part of the... Yeah. Conversation. Um, <laughs> so you're in Wicker Park. Yeah. yeah. Wicker Park DJing a lot. Um, my brother was a DJ, so I would DJ like house music. So like Derek Carter, sure. Mark Grant, like these, you know, old, legendary old Chicago. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. um, and then I, my mom bought me an MPC and then that's, that was it. And I just started working on records and like the first record I was, I worked on was a, I'm sorry, the first record that I heard, I was like, this is amazing. I want to start learning how to sample records. Was, was a college dropout. And I was like, how did he make these chipmunks sound, you know? So, and then I just started sampling, and then I worked on, uh, I sold like an EP at, at, in my high school, and then it just transformed into a business, and then now I'm here. What a starting point, though, college dropout. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's one of those records that, like, as far yeah. as, like, Early inspiration yeah. goes. This was this was like this was like when like Twista was really hot. Mm-hmm. Twista just came back. Yeah, Kanye. I mean, Common. It was just Lupe the most, came yeah, after the, the yeah. most amazing music that, that like was coming out. So like I was really inspired by that. Like, it was a moment to the point where I would go and stalk where Kanye like what where he was at like recording. Sure, when he was in Chicago, like a crazy man. Honestly, You're I have insane. a like <laughs> very quick Kanye story. And Kanye, unfortunately, personally, is not in it. But like I remember watching. Um, uh, MTV2 a million hundred billion years ago and Through the Wire <laughs> came on late one night the video yeah. for Through the Wire like College Dropout wasn't even out yet and so like it must have been that single was like brand new so Through the Wire came on on MTV2 I was working at that time at a CD manufacturing like a very small independent CD manufacturing company in Bridgeport back when like CDs were a thing and this is where, like, Chicago artists would go get their mixtapes pressed. Their, nice. their mix CDs. It's, nice. so, like, Crucial Conflict, like, Twista. Yes, all those guys would yes, go there, <laughs> get their, you know, they'd bring their master, and then they'd get, like, you know, 500 CDs or whatever. And, yeah. like, you know, put the inserts in, the whole thing of compact discs. Anyone watching this on Facebook is like, what the fuck is a compact disc? <laughs> so I go in the next day, you know, Southside Business. I go in the next day, and I, like, ask the guy who runs it, and I go, I saw this video, and I didn't even know the dude was from Chicago. I was just, like, making conversation. I was like... I saw this video last night. Have you heard of this dude, Kane West? Oh, my God. <laughs> really good. You know, like, just the whitest kid possible. And he's like, come here a minute. So he brings me in the basement of this, like, Bridgeport CD manufacturing shop, and there's all these boxes in this dingy basement of, like, mix CDs. And he starts, like, showing me mix CDs. It's like, did this one for Kanye? Did this for Kanye and Twista? This is old Kanye. And I wish like 2004 wow. me had been like, let's it. take this and let's take this. But I was just like, oh, how cool. Anyway, I won't regret not getting copies of these yeah. for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, you never know, honestly. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. music grows really fast and yeah. you just don't know like when it's going to pop or whatever it is. But, but that was a moment. It was an inspiring time in Chicago. So yeah. the two of you, like talk about the meeting a little bit more, like how you guys actually like 
did come to that conclusion that you should work together. I was working with, with John Doe, mm-hmm. and I met her on the internet. <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> and she was like, you got to work with my friend Via. And I was like, cool, whatever. Like, it, went, yeah. it, it wasn't a thing, you know? Right. And then yeah. I met her. I would just, her. like, show up to this, this, her sessions, like, with my Jamaican food in the corner, like, smoking weed and, like, chilling. <laughs> and then <laughs> how I knew that, to, like, she was important and how amazing she was is that she broke my candle. And she bought me another one. <laughs> you know what? That, so that says a lot about <laughs> it's character. It's like, wow, this person actually cared enough to go. Because, you know, people just will break something. I'm so sorry. I, I apologize. And they just, that's it. It's over. She came back with a candle like a month later. She's like, here you go. And that's when I saw her next. I was like, she's amazing. So we just started to like talk. And then we just started making music. And yeah. Really no, the strength of character thing is like, that's. 100%. I mean, that's important. I like, what I look about for, that. for people. <laughs> That's like what I look for for like in people like like you know I want to be around you know it's just good character. So how did the group kind of like start to form its sound like where the two of you start working together like because drama now is very I think like it's very cohesive. You guys have really strong sound. It feels like and it seems like the the unit works really well together given all the yeah. touring you're going to be doing. But like how did you guys as as people who kind of didn't really come together necessarily as like we're best friends. We've known each other since like kindergarten. Like how did you guys start to really like you know, go from like, okay, maybe we should try this to like, oh shit, this is really something. Uh, man, it really happened off like fast, honestly. Um, but it was all very natural. I think our first session, right? Uh, he sent me, like it took him a while, but he sent me some, some beats. And like a, a few days later, he was like, hey, I got some free time. You want to come in? I came in, we recorded um, Low Tide, like mm-hmm. in one take. And he was like, all right, that was cool. Let's, let's do another one. And I was like, all right. So we made another song. And he was like, man, that was really hot. Let's make another one. And I was like, okay. And he pulled up another beat. And we just like kind of went. We did like four songs that night. And then over the next like three days, we were just like talking to each other. And he was like, I want to start a band. And I was like, okay. And then like a week goes by. And he's like, hey, so I'm starting a band. We're going to have rehearsal. And I'm like, okay. And then, you know, rehearsal comes. And I show up. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's just us. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, it's just me and you. So I'm going to produce, you're going to sing and write, and we're just going to do it. And I was like, okay. And we just started making music. And I, I don't know, I think it was, uh, what was it? Did Greg came up with the band, one of your friends, right? If yeah. you're from Germany? Yeah, so I had a friend of mine who was listening to the music that we were, we were you know, like making in the studio. And he was like, he's like, you should call your band Drama. And yeah. I was like, all right. See, like, with me and Via, we're just like, all right, cool. All right, it's, cool. Sure. It sounds good. It makes sense. Like, we just like making forward. music. Why overthink it? Exactly. And, yeah. and there's, I mean, that's how you kind of make things happen. When yeah. You're stagnant when you kind of like, oh, I have to think about it, ask a million people. If it feels good, just let it, you know, let it yeah. happen. So that's just what happened. And then we just started making music, and then... We didn't really think about, like... think about, like, everything else that, like, came after the fact, obviously. Yeah, it was just we like, we're going to make good music. records, and, like, Gallows is one of my favorite... Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's it's like it's just very dear. To it was my heart so now. easy to make that album. Like, it was so easy. It's just well, I was gonna say like it's amazing. Like, this story is amazing because you know musical collaborations happen all the time, but sometimes it takes like two or three times or like two or three projects before someone's like, oh, this is the thing I was looking for. And you guys kind of well, you know what's like, nice about it is that I mean, I don't, you can agree or disagree, but like we play our parts. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. your job is this, my job is this. Let's just yeah. not interfere with each other. Sure, yeah, yeah absolutely. Let's, let's help each other out and ask for each other's opinion and that kind of thing. But like, we need to like drive. You know, you drive one time, I drive another time. Yeah, and that's how it's supposed to go. You know? There's a lot of value in knowing. You know, I've had partnerships like that. Like I, I worked with a buddy of mine, and like 
I, you know, I was much better at like writing some of the copy for the projects we did, and he was much better at the design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So guess what? I did the copy. He did the design. Like Boom. we weren't and like everybody's happy stepping on each no other's toes. No one's doing more than the other. Yeah. You know. Exactly. We were just like, oh, let's do the things we're good at, and then it'll be easy. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the best. That's what makes yeah. a good, a good steady partnership. Yeah. So uh, I know you guys just came off the road. You were playing like San Francisco, I think LA, some of, some of these other cities. Like talk about your recent like tour Portland. that you just did. Portland, yeah. Portland, um, Portland, San Francisco, and LA. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. It was, um, <laughs> was this like the first tour? Or have you guys been on the, the road first, before? Our first tour ever. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot wow. of you know learning experience. Uh, yeah. It, it went really well. Um, the airport does not take care of your things after <laughs> oh, no. you give it yeah, to they them. Just no toss things around. Yes. They don't care. Like so it's like that Dave Chappelle Kinko skit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank right. you, thank you, American Airlines, for ruining a lot of things. Yeah, it's okay. Brands, though. So. We're MacGyvers, so like, they Made figured it, it out. They just, yeah. At least they didn't kill your dog. Yeah, or ship right. it to Tokyo. Right. Or, or right. ship it to Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. That, oh, yeah. I know it's so brutal. Drum. I think they're having a drum. So, like, you're on tour. Like, you're you're playing a couple cities. Like, what did you learn just from even those three cities? That now you're like, okay, next time we go on the road, we know we have fans. We have fans. It's, it's it great. It was it was amazing to like really witness it. Like man, we we sold out. Uh, San Francisco. Four out of the five shows. I yeah. Think. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It was it was pretty. It was it was an amazing feeling. You know, um, it's something that I just it it just definitely awesome. threw me off. People were like screaming. Loud. They were like screaming really loud. <laughs> really loud. One girl was so excited she punched herself in the face, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" She had like this bloody <laughs> mark on her nose. After Are you sure this was wasn't like, Andrew oh, WK? <laughs> I don't know. Right? Yeah, and I was like, "Well, I hope you're okay. <laughs> like, I'm sorry." <laughs> but it was dope. <laughs> but that's but, amazing. Uh, and, and you have like a ton more touring coming up, and um, and that's going to be behind the new EP. It sounds like, um, yeah. which is called. Lies After Love, right? Yeah. yeah. When is that coming out? Uh, next month. We're, have, we're releasing it um, in New York at mm-hmm. our uh, CD release um, EP party uh, on the 20th. 29th in Brooklyn. 29th in Brooklyn. Yeah. Why New York? Had you guys, do you have like a following there? Have you already like established yeah. that there is? We've got a pretty, we've, uh, our biggest followings are in New York and uh, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And uh, our manager lives in New York, so he's just got like, Got a lot of connections to give us like a nice venue. Yeah. Got the hookup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. He made he made it work. So well, New York's a great place to play a live show. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had our sh- uh, our first show there last year, and we did really we did really well. Yeah, a lot really of people well. came out. Um, so the EP uh, Lies After Love comes out next month. How long has that been in the works? Mm. Uh, honestly, as right after Gallows, we kind of started getting yeah. work like, on it. So. Even in the middle of Gallows, of like finishing Gallows, we started working on it. Yeah. So. Um, like, what was the writing process like? Was it smooth? I mean, it sounds like all these things... I don't want to make it sound like it's easy or discount the work you're doing, but, like, it sounds like all this is going really smoothly. Was it just yeah. a smooth process with that? Yeah, I mean, we never really, like... We didn't really go into Gallows with, like, a... Like we have to know, make an album now. Like, we have to make an album, and it has to be right. about this. Like, we just kind of make music, and as it goes, we have conversations, we stay up late, we converse with our friends, and, you know, everything just kind of comes together, and when we listen to the music and talk to each other, like, what the songs mean to us... So um, Gallows, at the end of the day, was more so about, like, you know, on your way to, you know, your deathbed kind of situation. You're just, like, sure. dying from love. It's cheerful stuff. And all the, yeah, cheerful yeah. sadness songs and it's like, what it's <laughs> like to kind of, you know, feel like you're about to die from all of these, like, love tragedies. And Ugh. this next one is 
Lies After Love, which is more so um, a lot of like affirmations and chants and just lies that you tell yourself after a breakup to just kind of like heal yourself and get through it. Like, you know, I still believe in magic and I have a choice in who I love and it's going to be okay because it's like up to me not to love you. And like, you know, things are going to get better in a few days. Like this stuff like that. It's all heavy stuff though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's very heavy. Yeah. Um, so along those lines, you guys did a cover that like really just totally blew me away. Uh, you did a cover of everything but the girl. Um, like, is it, I miss you? Or is it missing? I think it's a missing. Yeah. yeah it's a song. Missing. Yeah. So that's just so out of left field. Like, I haven't heard that song since the 90s, I feel like. That yeah. was the plan. Yeah, that was the plan. That's how yeah. we uh, wanted, to bring, wanted to do something a little unique that really hasn't... I mean, like, we could have done Drake. We could have done... We could have done Drake. Sure, 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 sure. But yeah. everybody... <laughs> want to do something yeah. that really... It's nostalgic. It was, it was hot, but, you know... Kind of got, you yeah. know, left behind in the behind, eras but, of music. But it's still, you know, it's still a legendary song. Yeah, it's an amazing song. It is. And, like, I mean, that song was really inescapable if you were, like, a 90s kid. Yeah. Like, that song it was, was everywhere. huge. It was our manager's idea. We were talking about doing a cover, and we just didn't really know what we wanted to do because we really wanted to do something that was a little more abstract than what other people were covering at the time. And he suggested that. I was scared because, you know, I, I say I'm scared to do covers, but I'm scared to do covers because I really want to, like, do it justice. Doing covers to me is all about, like, making the song better and enhancing sure. and, like, bringing it back in a way that someone's just like, man, I haven't heard this in a long time. And it's so different. I'm going to listen to this, like, more, you know. And um, I've had a lot of covers on my solo page, but we hadn't done one with drama yet. So it was a lot of fun to, like, recreate something with this, like, bigger sound. Yeah, and, and again, like, just this track that, like, especially if you're a certain age, you're like, oh, my God, I forgot yeah. about the song, but this was a, this was a monster. It yeah, the really people in the crowd like, are like, oh, my gosh, what's <laughs> happening? They're all dancing. It's great. The 90s nostalgia is so real yeah. for yeah. anything from the 90s. Absolutely. Um, so, okay, and then next, or this month, or next month is Magid? This month. This month, on the 27th, month, the yeah, new the, single? Yeah, the yeah. single drops. Um, where is that going to pose? Like, just Apple Music, Spotify, Apple Music, all those? Spotify, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Basically, yep, that's going to be right. Yeah. yeah. So there's a bunch of live dates coming up, um, and we were talking about this before the mic went on. Oh, and let's, let's before we get to the upcoming stuff, you just performed at the Art Institute as well, right? Yeah. yeah. What was how was that like? Oh, that was, was there really after awesome. dark. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, we played in the West Wing at the museum. Yeah, was, the Modern Wing. Yeah, it was amazing. It was really cool. It's it, a cool venue. Yeah, I've never really done anything like it before. I was trying to describe it to my friends, and I was like, it's I hard think to describe. it's. Describe. You just have to be there. Yeah, it's. You have to be there. For yeah. me, I feel like I imagined that it, it was like a playing at a wedding. Like a really hip wedding. Though. Yeah, no, like a really hip wedding. But yeah. like just the vibe of like everyone just like walking around and talking way, right. and like <laughs> conversing. And there's yeah. some people who are like drunk and dancing in the front, and then everyone else is just kind of like, oh, da, 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 look at this. Look at the it's art. like a little high society. It's a little punk. It's a little artsy. Like yeah. it's, it's kind of a good mix there's of like a good mix of people. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm gonna say I don't know. No, it's just great. You just gotta experience it. Yeah, I mean, if you've never gone to After Dark at the Art Institute um, in the Modern Wing, it's a really, really cool experience, especially yeah, in the summer. Stoked. Like oh, going in the summer. Back. Hello. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta like ease into it. Yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like. <laughs> We're becoming one of those podcasts now where the the animals interrupts the podcast all the time. Like I'm a I'm huge fan you. of Smodcast by Kevin Smith, and like his dog is always barking, and I, I listen to it. I think I'm like, it should oh, be how a casual. thing. <laughs> it should be a thing. You guys yeah. should just like let Put them the run out. the show. Yeah, the cats are really running the show here. Um, So uh, what I was starting to say a moment ago, you have a ton 
of shows coming up. Uh, here in Chicago, you're doing April 7th at yeah. Sleeping Village, which is a, a new venue. Yeah, right? they just right. opened. They just opened. Where is that at? It's on Belmont and Milwaukee. Belmont and Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah. So is that over like by like Bucket of Blood? I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> Who knows? No I have idea. no idea. Uh, what kind of venue <laughs> is it? Like, I've never been there. I it's like a else. cider beer house, right? I believe so. Oh, yeah. wow. How yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I love cider. There you go. That'd be fun. <laughs> and then you're, you're doing like Canada in April, the West Coast in June. Uh, I think we're doing Canada May 10th. Okay, yeah. May Yeah, May yeah. 10th. Um, and then New York, April 29th. And um, and then the Middle East. We Middle have, East in September. Uh, in September, we have like three dates. But we have Palestine, we have Jordan, and we'll, I think Dubai is in the works right now. So we have some stuff really happening right now. Yeah. Traveling so, overseas. And then I think London and Paris is, is right after that. So I, I, I think we're scheduling six or seven dates yeah. after, uh, after Palestine. So, okay, so bring me into this whole thing, because, like, you're going from, like, playing, like, this, you know, brewery at, like, Belmont and Milwaukee to playing, like, Palestine and, like, London, and that's, <laughs> yeah. like, a, that's a pretty yeah. wide range. Like, talk about the live business of the band. You don't have to talk numbers or anything like that, yeah. but just talk about, like, structuring the live component of this. Like, how have you guys built out the live extension of the group? Um, our manager is working really closely with our booking agent right now and booking us shows. Um, I was actually in Palestine uh, last year working um, with a refugee organization um, in Ida, and, sorry. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Um, so, uh, you know, we met some people over there and then worked my manager into it and we um, booked that show and then Jordan, my brother, booked for, for us and then, you know, and the booking agent and everybody, so... That's basically what's really happening. Yeah, basically our manager is just like just is beast. amazing. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say like it, it sounds like you have amazing representation. Yeah, we yeah. have a really so, like a solid team right now. Our, yeah. our management's great. Our booking agent's amazing. We yeah. have just an awesome squad. Um, our tour manager is here. Yeah, us too. <laughs> so, do you feel like your focus is more on like outside markets versus Chicago, or is it like a fifty-fifty thing, or? We study our numbers, yeah, really heavy, mm. um, on where we get the most plays at, and then we, we target that. So everything that we do is very strategic. Um, yeah. We're in the age of analytics, man. Yeah, and it's amazing. So and numbers don't lie. It's true. Yeah. Like I think it used to be a thing where, like you know, well, I mean, it used to be like the record label model where bands would just go to every market that was like a major market and show up because the CD was available everywhere or whatever. But now it's like pretty much once Google Analytics came into play, yes. once like Spotify, Absolutely. Artist Info, all these things, we have all these tools now. We're, like this podcast, our second largest market is Japan. Wow. I have wow. no idea. That's dope. <laughs> like it's, it's so unexpected, but like, like you said, the numbers don't lie. And I yeah. look at that, I'm like, You have to study the sure. numbers and just analyze it, and then we have a good product. You have good numbers, you right. strategize, and then you just hit it. <laughs> and then you hit it. Like that's amazing. Um, and then something else coming up here at home is you're playing Mambi. Yeah. Yeah, we're that playing just, Mambi. That just, just got announced. announced. A ago. That yeah. just announced. Have you guys attended Mambi before? It's a, it's a really fun probably time. driven by. I, yeah, I I've, see, never, I've never. A lot of my friends have played there before, and I've been like, I wish I could go. I'm either like out of town or just not invited. <laughs> I know my friend Chris, Chris Yoder. Uh, he's, like, he's a film director, and he shoots all of the DJs and stuff, but he told me that Mambi's pretty dope. So It's a good time. I, I've gone before, it. and like... I mean, A, like any summer festival in Chicago is going to be fun, right? Yeah. But yeah. B, this one's on the beach. Yeah, like, right. this is like a really good way to experience Chicago in the summer and live music. I'm yeah, excited I'm, for it. I'm really excited. I've never done a festival like yeah. this before. Uh, yeah, it's going to be our first festival. Yeah, but my That's mom, amazing. like, I grew up at festivals. My mom played reggae festivals, like, m m 
until I was like 14 or something like that. Oh so God. I just grew up touring with her at reggae festivals and like running to get waters and like food tickets. And like it's so, amazing. So like <laughs> you're you're kind of like Bane. Like you're like you adopted the darkness, but oh, I was yeah. born in like I had, I was born into the festival. <laughs> yeah. No. I was gonna try to do a Bane accent. It would be bad. But uh, but that's amazing. So like it's no wonder you ended up in music. Like was there ever any question, or were you always just like, no, oh, this is where I'm going? No, no, no. I was I'm supposed to be a chef. That's you know I'm not supposed to, but like I I went to school for a chef. Like, I worked in the restaurant industry for 10 years. I was a head chef here in Chicago at a cafe. I worked at a fine dining restaurant downtown. Um, I had, like, my own catering company for a while. And, you know, but... Yeah, the, you know the numbers don't lie. The numbers and, don't and, lie, man. That's that's the like and so, underlying theme. Yeah, here, yeah. and numbers, so I, I quit. I quit the restaurant industry and just started working with this guy. And, and I'm actually in the restaurant business as well. Yeah, so Amazing. I've worked at his restaurant as well. <laughs> are you guys? I'm like, are you ever inclined to like when you're on a bill with a band, just be like, okay, you guys, like, we're gonna cook something, like, we got this, or like, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be maybe like a future theme of yeah. ours, you know, yeah. bring the food to yeah. Uh, and our skills too. I know. I want. I want the tour bus at some like to be like a food well, truck kind to, of. It has to have. It you has know, to it's have like a, a tour bus food truck, and so that we can like sell sell food on the way. But really, it's just so that we don't have to buy food. Like the, I really you, enjoy. I was to say like creatively and monetarily, like, that makes so much sense. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the business model. V, v yeah. and I are always thinking about how we can incorporate what we have going on outside yeah. of music to be involved in the music. Yeah. So. We just kind of try to utilize everything that we know how to everything. do at the same time. Exploit, <laughs> ex- exploit the shit out of it. No, man. I mean, it's, it's smart. You have to play the hand that you have, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it's amazing. I think, like, in addition to just being, obviously, a very talented group, very skilled musicians, it's like, at some point, you guys should do a class. Of just yeah. like how to like navigate the structure of this because clearly you have a very good model and again like you said like you're you're making use of every resource you have absolutely yeah absolutely yeah because I think it's just too easy to be like when we were in San Francisco we went to visit a, a restaurant that we're both like business partners in and we, you know we built I built the menu we, we built the menu we, we we built the location you know uh, we have two restaurants here that we uh, we work on we have an agency that we both work at I oh mean, my god yeah, that's we're, amazing. We're entrepreneurs who do music really well as well. So. Do you want to give a shout out to the restaurants, or if you don't want to name them, you don't have to on the podcast? Uh, yeah, we should. Uh, Cheese May, which is in San Francisco. We have yeah. Middle Tranian, which is here in uh, West Suburbs. Uh, Rio's Addison, um, and then we have a, a fourth one in the in the works right now. Yeah, we're going for downtown. And then my agency cake. <laughs> oh, cake! Yeah, I've heard of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's this guy. Cake right here. Well, we're over Lacuna. Um, a yeah. amazing agency and. You know, I, yeah, honestly, it's just, this is the first time I've ever done this because I was talking about this earlier. It was like, I don't like, I think the both of us don't really like to like talk about anything else outside of the music Look, because sure. I feel like it confuses people. But honestly, yeah. we're just really good at doing both things. Yeah. And I'm the, this is the first time I'm actually saying it. I'm not ashamed to really say that anymore. Like, like, I do no, both. Man. Not necessarily like, yeah. ashamed, but like just saying, you know what? We like, just keep them separate. Like yeah, when we're at the restaurant, we're talking about food and we're like working on that. When we're in the studio, we're not like... We're very dedicated. So yeah. like... Work is not like okay Monday through Friday. I think right. V and I are always constantly. Work. It's seven. It's a seven day a week thing. Yeah. So well, I think we're very. That's much, the secret right there. The, right. To work seven days a week and it's gonna happen for you. We're in that time now where it's like yeah, you're not doing one thing anymore. You can no, have more than one creative concentration, more than one entrepreneurial pursuit because right. a the like nine to five, the traditional nine to five doesn't really exist the same way it, yeah. it previously did, and b it's just kind of, I think, more fun and rewarding where you're like, okay, I do this thing and I also do this thing. And like, yeah. Well, if you, you think to... about it, a lot of people already have two jobs or like more than yeah. two jobs. So in, in this aspect, it's like, you know, we're just doing two things that 
that do. you love. <laughs> yeah, and instead of like having two jobs, they're just know? two different kind of jobs. I think you guys got it all figured out, man. I really do. No. Like, <laughs> I, I wish. I, <laughs> I wish. wish. <laughs> but I just think, supporting each other, you know. Yeah, you know. And supportive of like pe- people like you, you know. Yeah. I mean, that also helps out everything as well. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's a working force, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we're in a good city. We're in a good city for the creative spirit and like, you know, for people to support each other. And Absolutely. I, just, I love that kind Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. Um, I, I think we covered everything, but is there anything we didn't touch on? We got the new record coming out. You guys are touring pretty much everywhere in the world. Like, um, <laughs> Damn, that's amazing. Thank you for saying that. No, I mean, it's like really like, that's you so know. Cool. That's so cool. I never really, I think um, yeah. Um, where can people find the music? Where can they follow oh, you? Yeah. Like give the socials, the website. Uh, we're on YouTube, Tidal, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. All that. Um, we drama duo. Drama Twitter. duo. Yeah, our name is Drama Duo, but on Twitter it's drama dot music. But we're in the process of changing it. So Make like, it all cohesive. Yeah. So yeah. Follow us now before you change it, then you can't find us. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, this is awesome. I'm really glad we got to start this. I always say this, but I always mean it. Like, this is an ongoing Chicago music podcast. Like, so as you have new things happening, as you, there are new developments, like. A year from now or whenever, like feel free to come back. I would love to continue love the conversation. To. Thank you so yeah, much. Really cool. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely, uh, drama duo um, Niall. Yeah. Did I say yeah, it right? Yeah, okay. People fuck up my name all the time, <laughs> so I'm always very sensitive. I always want to make sure I get it right. Yeah. Uh, and Via, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Right, and I appreciate it. Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcasts. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the dynamic dynasty, Dynasty Descend.